Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101, the podcast that used to have a time estimate of three hours, but now that we're old, eh, we got about 90 minutes to share with you today. This is level 244. I am Big L, and with me today we have Kushmus. Where's the clicker? <laughs> we the have clicker. Michelle. Where's the clicker? I missed a reference already. This is going to be a, a long show. It's something an old person would say. Oh, okay. Now an old person would walk up to the TV and <laughs> change the channel. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Manual they labor. Dials. <laughs> they said, don't touch that dial because you had to. That's how you change the channels was with a dial. Not a button, a dial. And okay, Kenny down, is quick. actually feeling quite well today, but he's not here. But we do have a special guest. And he's Wild West. Hello. If uh, anyone is listening, I am stuck here with these old people. Please help me. Send help. <laughs> now, now, you have like seven kids and like seven. you're old too. Stop. Yeah, something like that. You got Come like, on, you're allowed to sit at the big boy table. If you're not aged <laughs> with three <laughs> girls, I don't know what you would. They haven't hit teenage years yet, so I'm good so far. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Well, thanks for having me. It's good to be back he has, here. He has nine girls aged one through nine. <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely not. No? No. Right. No. no. But. Well, last week we had um, some Scottish dude Chewy filling in. Thank you for that, Chewy. Of course, he decided to be on the time that I wasn't on. I'll have to record with him eventually. That's uh, It's always been a dream of mine. Anyway, shouldn't be dreaming uh, about that. We have a a nightmare for him. I'm a fan of the lad. All right, we're going to go right into the question of the week. And it may or may not have been crafted because it has something to do with the game showcase games that a couple of us are going to be talking about. But we'll jump right in. And I asked the patrons, do you pay attention to time estimates on trueachievements.com? Is there a certain time estimate that would make it so you... Uh, would start or wouldn't start a particular game and finally what's the longest game you would start once you find out a game you may want to play is leaving game pass well right off the bat we had vulgar latin who said yes but only for my own reference if i want to play it i'll play it regardless doesn't matter if it's leaving game pass i got money i can buy stuff classic Classic. <laughs> I was trying to figure out where's where the, Devin is where's from. His, <laughs> where's his top hat and his coattail suit and everything? Yeah, twirling his monocle that he adjusts <laughs> as he's <laughs> judging you all because you won't just buy games no matter how long they take. <laughs> well, thank you for that great answer. Um, uh, a says. I pay attention to them just to get a general idea of what I'm getting into. There's no real hard line of what time estimate will keep me away. Depends how much I wanted to play the game anyways. I would play Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 if it was a 500-hour estimate, but not a 100-hour Angry Birds. I think you mean like a one-hour Angry Birds. I'm more likely to keep away from a game for being too uh, uh, low of an estimate. A 0 to 0.5 hour tells me it isn't worth my time. For Game Pass, it's again about how much I wanted to play anyways. If I would buy it 
anyways. It's his new favorite word. He said it three times. Anyways. I'll start basically anything, whether I can FOMO it or not. Huh. That's a verb now? All right. <laughs> if, I, if I wouldn't spend money on it, I'd probably cap it at 20 hours if I'm starting fresh. All right. 20 hours. Yeah, for me, realistically, if a game's leaving Game Pass, probably not going to start anything that's more than like six hours, honestly. Unless it's something I really wanted to play. And if I really wanted to play it, I probably would have played it. But this is what we do. We wait for server closures and Game Pass leavings. But I definitely do look at the time estimates uh, before I start a game. Um, sometimes there's a time estimate on TA, but then you look at the walkthrough, and the walkthrough has a different time estimate. So it's always good to look around. I also tend to go on YouTube, and, and uh, if it's a game that has uh, um, like a, a full playthrough, see how long the video is to see how long that took uh, the YouTube person. And then you probably double that to get a real answer of how long it takes. But I definitely, definitely, uh, definitely check out time estimates. Is there a sweet spot for you? Like your favorite series? How many hours? Uh, how many hours are you wanting the achievement list to be? I don't know. Hmm. Well, I'm going to get into that a little more later with the uh, my showcase, but tease. It's interesting because. Like, if you got a game you really wanted to play and it was over and done with quickly, you kind of feel ripped off, right? Yeah. Like, if Hogwarts was, you know, three to four hours, you probably wouldn't be too thrilled with that after spending full price for a top game, right? What What was the last game you actually enjoyed playing, though, El? Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> I mean? I mean, a lot of your stuff on RTDL just is painful and inane. Hey. Um, so when you played, the last time you played, okay, you're still not answering the question. When was the last um, time you played a game you enjoyed? I think he just goes um, on the TA games and anything above half hour is just like, wait, there's games that go that long? <laughs> guys have me all wrong. <laughs> been enjoying halo <laughs> infinite on thursdays nice. okay but the group stuff is that's always an answer fun. i need to find a good single player game that may be in my game showcase <laughs> <laughs> who wants to read stuff next i'll take I'll, i'm gonna I'll go with wild two. west yeah, i'll take the next two Oh, I forgot to mention in my question that you're not allowed to say Rocket League or um, or else. Uh, so go ahead. So I can't read MDP uh, 73's answer? <laughs> Fine, go ahead. <laughs> uh, he says Rocket League. I'm not going to read the other, other pro uh, profane stuff against the podcast, but he says, I've decided not to start <laughs> a Memoir Blue, not because of the time estimate, but because it would be for gamer score only, and I'm starting to find that meaningless. I do pay attention to time estimates and the game rating. I'm much more likely to play games rated 4 plus and 100 hours long than a one and a half rated game that only takes 20 minutes. And that's a lot uh, that I agree with there. Uh, I see yeah. I see people that are playing games that are that they rate well and and everything, but I would agree with that. It's overall. easy to say that. It's easy to say that after getting a million gamer score and playing a bunch of crappy games. Yeah, I've done both. I mean, I think that's a new 
a new uh, opinion. Yeah. Well, burnout then, is real. Uh, you know, when you play all that stuff at yeah. a quick pace and sure. you just tire of it. Burnout is real. Absolutely. He's Canadian. Right. It's Burnout, Michelle. Come on. Oh, my bad. My bad. I forgot my translator this morning. Uh, Dang it. And then uh, Scarovese says, yes, I like to try and beat them when playing something that only has a base game. Um. The new base game plus (laughs) DLC time estimate made things really wonky. I'm just ignoring this, so I ignore those. I'd only start a game announced to be leaving Game Pass if it was under 100 hours, as that's the longest I can likely complete in the two weeks we typically have. Uh... So that's another thing I agree with. I I enjoy the uh, base game DLC edition that they added. It's nice to see kind of a complete look at it. Um, So I was kind of thinking about this question today. And I, uh, for the games that I really like, I would say a good achievement list to me is probably would fit in the 40 to 50 hour range. I think most games you can do quite a bit in that time. I do look at time estimates uh, just because I don't have the time to to do everything like I used to. I mean, I'll still do the Assassin's Creed like I talked about last time. That's the 100 plus hours on there, but it'll just take me a little bit longer, but I can't be doing those all the time because I, I wouldn't get to play as much as I wanted to of other stuff. So I do take that into account, but I still got to do The Witcher 3 and I want to do Dragon Age sometime and those are some beefy games. And But I do like the games like Control and, and other ones that are 20, 20 hours to beat everything up that it, or to finish everything, excuse me, and just kind of go in there and play it and and kind of enjoy a, a smaller story. But overall, I enjoy it. I think, you know, games like Far Cry and Assassin's Creed that I still enjoy, but once you get past that 40 to 50 hours, I think you're kind of pushing it on what you're asking people to do for stuff. But if a game was leaving Game Pass... Okay, yeah, so you're right. Uh, so if a game's leaving Game Pass, I think if it's less than 25 hours, I'll do it. Uh, I've done a few of those, and I don't mind mm-hmm. doing that, especially if I can wow. jump on it right away. But anything longer than that, I probably I know that, and I might not have the time to do it, especially if I'm enjoying some other games at the moment. I probably won't have the time to, to do it. Okay. Michelle, how about you? Let me start by reading a couple more patron responses. So we have Philip Wendell, who says, great question. Yes, I look at that to determine what I'm in the mood for. Sometimes you want something quick, and sometimes you want something to really invest in. I find that my playtime is oftentimes 50% more than the estimate, unfortunately. And before I more long form answer this question uh, in a moment, that was actually my immediate response is I do look at the estimates mostly to add... 25% 25% to them. Like I, I just tend to go through games slower, I suppose, or, and I think some of that's a product of not always playing games just for the achievement list. Cause that's really what the estimate is for. So I usually look at it. And if a game says it's 10 to 12, I'll bump my own estimate in my brain to 12 to 15, pretty much routinely. Uh, and then also ret stack uh, adds a bit, but there's no real estimate that won't make me not play a game that I want to play. It might have an impact on if I try to play a Game Pass game before it leaves, but it's weighted with other factors like how hard the game is, how interested I am in the game, whether there's a walkthrough or plenty of help in the achievement section. To be honest, that's all stuff I weigh when I'm picking games in general. It's a balancing act. Weighing the dopamine hit of an achievement popping a complete uh, of an achievement popping or completion versus the frustration I'm going to feel getting there. Also, a bunch of emojis. Uh, so, 
I I agree with a lot of this. Um, <laughs> it, it was I, rocket league I, emoji. She was, she was I, I, being very mean. <laughs> very mean, Cap. Oh, okay. no. That's that is okay. That is okay. Um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of of the same mind with a lot of this stuff. Of and the estimate of how long a game takes is just like another item in the basket of things. When considering a game, I'm on the fence about. I've hit a point mostly like the games I know I want to play, I'm going to play. I don't really care about how long they say they're going to take to complete because once again, TA estimates are about the completion for achievements. So you'll have a game like, a you know, beautiful Katamari, for example, where you can really get everything out of the game in about 20 hours. But if you want the completion, it's 100 because of that one achievement that asks you to play for 100 hours. So I, I, Unless I'm really on the fence about something, generally that number isn't going to sway me one way or the other. Um, with regard to Game Pass games and also uh, games that are about to go through a server closure, so like some of these massively multiplayer games that have been uh, announced for closure, that's more where if the game has never been started by me, I'll look at the time estimate. Because, I, I mean, I'm hearing some of these numbers that people are throwing out 100 hours for two weeks. Like, if the game is more than 10 to 12 hours, I don't think I'm getting through that in a two-week period. So I will use that for Game Pass closures or for when uh, a server is shutting down. I'll, I'll look at that number a little more closely. Um, but yeah, it's it's... Again, it's kind of like toward the bottom of a long list of things that I'd consider sort of similar uh, to what was just said here. Nice, nice. All right, Nate, you're up. All right. Let me start off with Hawkeye Barry, oh, uh, who apparently <clears throat> won a game a while ago. Uh, I only <laughs> look at the time estimates as a rough guide. Only if a game is over 100 hours do I stop and think, if this is really worth sinking that much time into. We usually get a couple weeks notice, so I would start a game that needed 40 or more hours before leaving Game Pass. Uh, I agree. Uh, Hurricane Dale. Uh, we had our firstborn recently, and since then I pay much closer attention to estimates because a 100-hour game is much more difficult to fit in my free time. Congratulations on your firstborn. Congratulations. Yes. However, yes, congratulations. if I really want to play something, I won't let that stop me. Uh, for me, if something is leaving Game Pass, I won't start it unless it's 10 hours. Anything more, and I run the risk of not completing it before it leaves. Just have Vulgar buy it right. for you. <laughs> yeah, he's got money. I, I, he, may already, yeah, he may already have a, a game share partner. I'm pretty sure if you pay attention, you may know who it is. Um, let me start off by saying that I, I kind of agree with Ahizo here. Um, half hour to one hour is typically not worth my money. Um, any game that is that short can't be <laughs> enough fun to meet the value per time for me. Um, now, maybe other people have different metrics that they use, different rubrics that they use <laughs> to calculate value per you know time. That, to me, is just kind of a garbage game that I don't really want to... Uh, spend my money on anymore now there was a time when i was like sweet uh but those days are past for me right now um and then later on uh i think someone else mentioned it uh i'm not gonna attribute that correctly so i'll just go on and say okay what is the longest game i would start once you find out um you know do i number one do i look at the time estimates uh not a whole lot not not 
for regular play, but when it does come time for Game Pass, uh, that's when I will pay attention to the time. So this this question is exactly the time that I look at uh, those estimates. Um, and what do I do about the time? Well, first of all, my first filter for am I going to play a Game Pass game is do I want to play this game? Because, you know, I'm a changed man. I no longer just play these things because they're leaving Game Pass uh, ever. Um, I It's got to be a fun game. It's got to be a game I want to play, first of all, for the most part. Uh, and then I do look at the time. Well, I also look at do I already own it? But, um, but yeah, <laughs> the time is important um, because there's just not enough time to do everything, especially when there are server closures going on. Um, so I've got like two games in the background, for instance, or I, most recently I did. I had um, uh, Bleeding Edge and also uh, Knockout City. Now, those are both done for me. I uh, still have to get a couple people through Bleeding Edge. But um, but now that those are done, like I do have a bunch more free time. But I'm looking at uh, stuff that I haven't completed yet that it's going away in a couple days. And I'm a little bit regretful that I'm not going to be able to get to those. Like Cluster Truck. Maybe I'll get a chance to play a little bit more of that. Um, and then what was the one? Kraken Academy. Uh, I'm really looking forward to checking that out. But that's cheap enough that I could pick it up on a sale. Um, so, so yeah. I mean, I do look at the time estimates, but primarily just for Game Pass. Uh, and what is that magic number for me? Um, the max I would play be 40 to 60. Um, I don't. I couldn't do two of those. Unless there was that rare stack where you know you completing one carries over at least partial progress on the PC stack or something like that, uh, and if I did do that, it, it means I, I probably wouldn't be playing much of anything else because yeah, two weeks we don't really get two weeks we get like you know a week right. and like three quarters of a week because sure. <laughs> the news cycle on Game Pass stuff is horrible these days uh, ever since you know last couple months of last year. We just haven't been getting these notifications. So, yeah, I think that answers your question. I'm just babbling. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 40, 60 um, is, would be my limit for sure. And I guess if there's multiple games, that would be 40 to 60 spread across uh, all of them. Um, I don't really. I mean, I guess I do that math. Some weeks and, there's and, so many. Yeah. 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 I don't think I do the math where I'm like, okay, I have 60 hours that I can mm-hmm. contribute you know, to right. these types of games. Um, but luckily I don't normally have to make that type of decision because there's just so little um, that I have to play. But yeah, it does get crammed pretty tight some, sometimes. Not right now, though. Yeah. You know, and if you don't finish something, uh, Volger will buy it for you. So. <laughs> yeah, you can always put a pin in it, do a price watch. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, it's my turn for uh, Vulgar's credit card, so I need that number here soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was a good question, Big Al. Oh, thanks, Big Al. Very handsome and smart. Oh, thank you. So are you. Oh, thank you. All right. It's time for Game Showcase. Um, do we want to go on a rant to start? Or to end. I think we'll end with the rant. We're going to go to our special guest, Wild West. Nice. All right. And, uh, yeah. You're up first, Buzz. Sounds good. Uh, so I have been playing... Uh, I have been playing Two Point Campus. 
I think Kenny talked a little bit about this when it came out. Um, and so I've been uh, wanting to uh, kind of, you know, check it out and start it. Uh, I remember when Two Point Hospital came out, my wife uh, enjoys those kind of games. And so I was like, here, why don't you, you know, I showed her some videos of it. And I was like, hey, why don't you, I think you'd like this. And then secretly thinking to myself, well, I can get some achievements while she's playing it. And she played it for a couple hours, and I was like, eh, it's not really my thing. I <laughs> left it on my tag, so sometime mm-hmm. I'll get back to it. But I have been enjoying Campus quite a bit. Um, I don't know how it compares to Hospital, because I've only played maybe an hour of Hospital. Uh, I think I did it for some TA contest one time, and, and that was it, because it was an achievement I could get easily. So I don't know how it compares, but I have been having a lot of fun with it, and the controls are very good. Uh, if I don't know... Um, I've been trying to get more in back into management games uh, recently as I enjoyed those in my youth and uh, I don't know how it compares to, you know, Agent Empires or other stuff that might be considered more management games, but uh, the controls here are, are very good. It, you know, maps well, the, the, the controller, uh, the buttons, you know, they just, they are able to sift through the menus really quickly. Um, I think it does a, a decent job of kind of telling you the ropes of what to do and then it kind of lets you figure it out from there. So I think it, it does, it does a good balance with it, not hand holding the whole time, but also, you know, does pick up the tips. Uh, basically what you do is I think there's about 10 or 12 areas and, uh, you start out a, a basic one. They give you like $300,000 and they say, Hey, we've had this campus. It's really bad come spruce it up for us. And so you'll hire teachers in different educations like virtual reality or uh, what's another one? There's a uh, Hogwarts spinoff of, of uh, witches and wizards and stuff like that. And the you'll see the students at the start of the year with the wizards. They'll take their little twig and twirl it around like they're casting spells and stuff like that out in the open. So it's, uh, it's pretty fun. I, I enjoy it. I think anybody that likes those management games would enjoy this as well. Uh, it's, I think it's about a 50 ish hour completion, so it's not terribly long without the DLC. I haven't gotten into that yet. Uh, I'm about three fourths of the way through them. Uh, each campus has three stars you can earn towards achievements, um, along with a lot of miscellaneous, uh, things that you can do at different campuses. And once you kind of pick up the, the groove of how to make money and how to spend the money and how to earn, uh, your happiness of your students, the happiness of your teachers, uh, and, and a lot of other things. Once you kind of learn that, I think it, it really gets fun to, to play with. And it's a worthy worthy game of Game Pass, and I probably will buy it just to continue playing it for for a while because I really like it, and I'll probably buy the DLC for it when I get to that point and help support that, that company because I, I enjoy it. I haven't really found any glitches in it. Um, I didn't really hear much of anything bad like that when, I, uh, when the game came out, so I think that's, uh, uh, I think that's good, good to see. Um, but I really enjoy it. I know it's not all y'all's uh, thing, but uh, for those people who like management games, I think it really does a, a great job without being, you know, some 200 plus hour, you know, completion things. So uh, is everyone waking up from their nap now? <laughs> the no, I was just wondering when Fufu I'm, I'm just, got I'm just joking. <laughs> I was wondering when Fufu got here and when, uh, his management games. What is this? Well, I've kind of mixed up the genres pretty well. I think I think I've you know I've did the Assassin's Creed, I've done Red Dead, I did uh, Control, and now I'm switching over to give something else. So, 
So, right, so the shortest feel... game there was like 120 <laughs> hours. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you feel generally about the achievement list? Like it, it looks like it's more just a long grind, but is there anything RNG, anything people should look, look out for when they're starting the game to maybe make the path to completing it a little easier or a little less time? I mean, I would say for RNG, there's really not anything RNG. It's just mostly like if you can't manage the campus very well, then you're probably going to have a hard time uh, progressing towards those stars. Um, so uh, they'll have like, you know, the first, I, I don't remember specifically, I'd have to go back and look, but for like a star, you know, like they might, they'll have you do three requirements to get, or three or four requirements to get a star. Um, and they'll say like, your students need to average 70% happiness. And so you need to go in and, and buy some video game machines and some, you know, uh, junk food vending machines and other stuff like it'll tell you when you're going to buy it say hey this will help out increase happiness and and stuff like that and so you do that and it'll increase you know the happiness of those students or the same thing you'll do those same things for your uh, your teachers as well you can create a teacher's lounge and put a bunch of stuff in there and it'll increase their happiness or you'll uh, you can train them so they start at most of them start at level one for their uh course that they're teaching and then you can build a machine to help train them up higher so your students learn more and uh, some of the other requirements might be like you have to average a b plus grade for all your students and so if the higher your teachers course learning uh, the better their students will learn and they'll have a higher grade so as far as rng i would say no there's not a lot there unless you just can't pick it up but it's i wouldn't say it's really much of a grind either i mean i think i've seen a lot of games in the genre that are 100 plus hours 200 plus hours on that and 50 hours for the base game i think is pretty mm -hmm. pretty good uh time estimate for it so absolutely well that's a uh, two-point campus so really good game if you like that like that genre does it have that yeah, uh like just one more thing to do kind of pull to it like some of these games you're like all right i'm just gonna you know, make sure this teacher is trained in one more class, then I'm ready to go. Or is it pretty easy to like put down and, and step away from? Yeah, we were, yeah, we were talking about that with kind of civilization the other, the other day in the discord. It, it does a little bit. It's not as bad. Like civilization kind of has that, oh, I need to do one more turn because, you know, my, my, uh, you know, army units about to attack this place. I'm going to get this city or I'm about to finish this technology or, build this whatever and you know so it kind of it doesn't have that i find it easier to put down but there are some moments on the weekend where i do stay up later and i'm like oh i just want to finish get this last star done so i can move on to the next campus tomorrow and uh it, it does have it uh a, f a feel for that yeah all right thank you for the two-point campus talk thank you Nate, what have you been playing i have been playing a brand new game that just came out today on the 30th because that's how time yep. travel works um, <laughs> it is yes uh, and that game is called Lunark uh, we got uh, early release code from way forward technologies the publisher we love them or at least I love them uh, because the majority of their games are super cool for me kind of 8 bitty um, just remind me of uh, good times good times various schemes in the past so what is lunark well it's a platformer uh and if you're an old like me or you play old games you might like this game if you like games like another world 
or flashback, or the original Prince of Persia before there were colons and other other game titles <laughs> following the Prince of Persia uh, in the title. Um, they are old school platformers where uh, you die instantly uh, if you make a mistake. You do actually have um, health. Uh, or hearts and you can you can increase your hearts but if you fall from more than two levels high it's an instant death doesn't matter what your health is um or in some cases just you know you could just die because you walked into the wrong corner um it's got your classic moves of you know standing still jump you know you have ledge climbing and lowering you have uh, running jumps with running jump and ledge hang um it's, I, you know, if you've played Prince of Persia, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Um, this is a very chunky graphical game. So th- those other games, um, it's, it's like you're kind of farther zoomed out, I, I, in my memory at least you are, uh, and the sprites are a little smaller. In this game, they're fairly large. Like, I think you can only fit like three levels uh, tall, or three, uh, yeah, I'll call them levels, three uh, lanes high three lanes high yeah that sounds about right per screen um and so if you go any higher than that then the screen scrolls and you're on a new screen um and it's really cool uh i mean if, if you're into that old style if you're into that eight bitty graphics it's very cool if you're not into that you're gonna hate it walk away now it's not for you um <laughs> the, the game <laughs> it's got uh let's see it has 33 achievements and they are a mix of progression based and they are a mix of secrets. So finding secret rooms and things, Um, you know, I, you know, I hardly ever talk about the story, Uh, the story in this game, you are tasked by someone to go find a MacGuffin and then you go off to get the MacGuffin and then everything goes kind of crazy haywire. uh, And then you take off from there. Um, so there you go. That's why I don't normally don't talk about the story. Um, <laughs> so the majority of these, <laughs> majority of these uh, achievements are, yes, uh, progression-based, but also finding these secret locations. And a secret location is really just like, ooh, this this wall that has like a little bit of um, detail to it that makes you think, oh, that doesn't look like the other wall. And sure enough, you can walk behind it. And more often than not, there's a collectible behind there or there's a, a shell uh, and there is a character in the game that once every time you give him three shells, he gives you, uh, well, I'm not going to tell you what he gives you because it's kind of funny, <laughs> uh, but he'll, he'll give you, uh, let's just call it an upgrade. Uh, and uh, he wants three shells at a time. So uh, you just need to keep finding those and keep giving them to him. And then he'll keep giving you uh, upgrades. Um, then there are achievements for dying. Uh, and, and you're going to get those pretty early on. Uh, like there's, there's one for running into a wall which if you've played those old <laughs> games, absolutely it's going to happen within the first five minutes. You're going to run into a wall. Uh, you're going to fall more than two levels high and die instantly. That's going to happen too. Um, but yeah, it, it's a great game. Uh, you know, another reason I love this game, there's an achievement for petting the dog. There's an achievement for petting yes. all the dogs. So, uh, so I mean, they, they spoke to me. They knew, they knew that I was going to talk about this game, I'm sure. And they put that in. Um, but yeah, uh, so if you're into those old types of games, um, then this is definitely something you want to look at. It's got um, it's got some quality of life improvements over the older games, but it needs some more. There is one problem in that I played about 20 minutes of the game 
initially uh, before I had to go do something else. And I was like, okay, I'll save. I'll come back to this. I had not progressed far enough in that first level to actually hit a save point or actually hit an auto save point. So I didn't really know. Um, so if you don't complete a level, it does not save the game and there is oh, no, no way to force a save. Yeah. So you, you, if you don't have enough time and you shut off, you have to play that level again. Uh, and it's not that bad because you, the challenge of this game is learning the levels. Once you learn the level and you know what you have to do in the sequence, you have to do it. You can, you can play through those levels very quickly. Um, in most cases, uh, there, there is some backtracking and stuff, but you'll figure that out as you play the game. Uh, it, also seems like there are missables. I have not yet seen a level select. Maybe when you beat the game, there's a level select, but I wouldn't count on it. This feels like the type of game where you're going to have to play through. And for one of these achievements, uh, possibly two of these achievements, uh, maxing out your gun and maxing out your health, I think you're going to have to get all the collectibles in one playthrough from beginning to end. Um, and I don't know how long that is because I've only gotten to like level eight or so, uh, according to the game. But I'm about halfway through the achievements. Um, so I feel like I feel like the story has just started to open up. So I don't even think I'm halfway through uh, at this point. But yeah, if, if any of that sounds good and you are a fan of those old games, this is something you should definitely check out. Uh, it's, a, it's a little pricey. Uh, it's $20. Uh, and right now there's a sale. It's $18. So not a huge savings. But... Uh, I would recommend putting a pin in this if any of that sounds interesting uh, and, and get this at some other time. And that's Lunark. Yeah. It is huh, 100% Prince of Persia <laughs> <laughs> from watching some videos of it. You know, it's so hard to judge anything, especially with yeah, the I mean, achievements. Yeah, it's got the rotoscoped cut. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it, I was just saying, it's so hard to judge anything, especially with the achievements in the game because it's only tracked by six people three of whom have completed it and who knows, you know, what those, you know, if those three people were involved in developing it or given any sort of information. Uh, but, you know, the, the very early going seems to indicate that the game is, uh, well, we know that all the achievements work and that it's completable, but to something you said about the collectibles, I just noticed that of the very limited player base that the least tracked achievement is for finding one specific collectible. So, at least somebody was able to like max out the guns before finding all the collectibles. So I, you were thinking it's attached that pairing that up's attached to collectibles, or that was kind of your assumption at this point. I just got a little oh, confused in listening it, to it. Yeah, no, um, you absolutely have to get the collectible, um, to power up the gun. Like there's, there's mm -hmm. a specific, um, sp there's a specific kind of like pedestal you go to to upgrade the guns. Mm -hmm. And sometimes those things, they're hidden or they're in kind of an out of the way way place. So it, okay. it might be possible that you could miss those ones. Um, it's the, uh, it's these shells that you'll eventually turn in that will upgrade your health. Those are a lot easier to miss. Oh, okay. They're, they're smaller. They're on the ground. Sometimes they're in secret areas. Um, okay. So someone yeah, could I, I, you could miss a gun. Yeah. I'm sure you it. could. Yeah. That sounds interesting to me. I yeah, played I all a, those games years ago. Yeah, I see a lot of influences. And it's just funny to me that the game is being marketed as a cinematic platformer. Well, that's kind I of like how they that. marketed Out of This World and Flashback back in the day. It's it's sort of uh, similar to their approach. Like, 
at that point it was uh i think it was like cd-rom in a cart like for flashback at least where the whole idea was you know they made this really amazing looking thing that you didn't need this fancy new technology that everyone was resisting at the time yeah it's mostly the story is mostly told um you know through your gameplay but there's every now and then there's like these very short cutscenes. They're like five seconds, ten seconds, and they're rotoscoped, um, which is like how they were done in like another world and flashback. I don't remember cutscenes in, in Prince of Persia. Uh, but that's just my memory. Uh, yeah, I don't remember them either. But but if you if you remember those cutscenes from another world and flashback, it's very similar to that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Prince of Persia was like 1972. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was Lunark. Yeah, but make sure it's as I said, make sure it's all in caps too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Scream it out. Lunark. <laughs> if you type it in under and lowercase, nothing's gonna come up, so <laughs> it's very true. Alright, so I have been playing a new Super Lucky's Tale. Now this showed up. Um, it, it showed up on our TDL, but it. I first played it in January, when there was the True Achievements target for Happy New Year. So I needed a game with new in the title, and I needed some quick achievements. So I threw on New Super Lucky's Tale. I'm like, and this is one of those games where I played Super Lucky's Tale. So I'm like, all right, do I want to play New Super Lucky's Tale? The only thing I knew going in was that you had complete control of the camera, unlike Super Lucky's Tale. So full uh, full motion with the right stick, camera. What I didn't know is that there was a lot of changes, and most of them to make the game easier. Um, so, for example, if you hit a box or if you kill an enemy you automatically get the coins. The coins, you know, some games will be like a magnet item where the coins come to you. Uh, You don't have to go and collect the coins. Um, And another thing is, so like if you fall in the water during the stage in in Super Lucky's Tale, you would lose a life. In New Super Lucky's Tale, you would just lose one of your three hearts and they would put you right back on the platform that you started. So they definitely tried to make the game easier um, for those who don't know, it's basically your standard 3D platformer, a la Mario 64. Nate, I remember you and I both, I'm pretty sure, I keep thinking it's a Series X, but I guess it was the 1X. This was like one of the first games to take advantage of the 1X enhancements. Does that sound right? I remember it was one of the uh, the first games that was like, oh, this is beautiful. I think it was on the 1X. Yeah, so this was one of those weird things where on RTDL I needed an achievement in New Super Lucky's Tale, and it wound up being um, this stage called Trapped in Paradise, and you need to beat it without flipping a switch. And in regular Lucky's Tale, uh, for this month's targets, it's the Ides of March. So the achievement name had IDE in it. So I actually needed the same achievement in both games. And it was very interesting playing them uh, side by side. Uh, Super Lucky's Tale 
definitely harder, but the level design was different. And it, it, and the name of the level inexplicably changed from stuck in paradise to trapped in paradise. There's very, very different things going on. But to answer your question from earlier, yeah, there, there's definitely differences. To, to answer you from earlier, Nate, I enjoyed playing this game. <laughs> It's like, it's like, yeah, that. but you didn't, you didn't think of that until you got to this part of the no, show. Like, I mean, don't yes, stop I your head. <laughs> yes, I did. Just, I actually had to play through most. The source I actually on, to, on, the, on their desk, and we're like, let's just change some names here. And just started flipping through. <laughs> I actually had to play through basically the whole game this month because I had a high ratio achievement. Didn't know what it was for Scavenger, and I just. The reason that had to be in the high twos. So I played a lot of it and I had fun. And there's a lot of a lot of wrestling references, which I enjoyed. A lot of wrestling references. I don't know why. Um, I'm pretty sure they added some voice acting also that wasn't in Super Lucky's Tale. So if, like me, you played Super Lucky's Tale and held off on new Super Lucky's Tale because you thought it was the same thing, uh, give it a go if you haven't played that one in a while. It's 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 a good time. It's a good time. And I think they made it easier. So if you have kids that, that you want to introduce a uh, 3D platformer to, it's a good choice. Uh, as far as the achievements go, there's a lot of achievements. And they're mostly for completing each level 100%. You know, you spell out lucky. You get 300 coins. Oh, also, in Super Lucky's Tale, getting 300 coins was kind of a chore now. You can get at least you know four hundred plus easily. Um, doing that and finding the hidden page and beating the level, so you get the four pages in each stage, and then you go fight the boss and you move on to the next stage. Uh, Super Lucky's Tale had DLC, but those DLC stages are integrated into New Super Lucky's Tale, and they take place after the main campaign. So that's a little interesting. You can't just choose it uh, at any time, like you could for Super Lucky's Tale. So now that you got a Super Lucky's Tale tutorial. I wanted to tell a quick story about MLB The Show uh, 22, which unfortunately is leaving Game Pass March 31st, which I guess is tomorrow. But I was hoping it would be April 15th because that's when 21 left last year. But um, much like the question, I knew that this game was only like four or five hours. Well, maybe like eight to ten, but... You know, we'll pretend it's four to five. Um, yeah, so uh, Nightwolf contacted me and he said, do you want to knock out some, some multiplayer with me? And I'm like, yeah, definitely. So we got online and we played some games together. Uh, the first thing we did was went to ranked game and tried to match up. And we did this for like half an hour and couldn't match up. And then we realized that there, <laughs> if you go to my profile on top, you can invite your friends to play a game with you. So after all that, we were able to <laughs> to match up together. Very silly. They don't put it on the under the online uh, category. It's it's kind of hidden under my profile, which is really stupid. Um, so we we got that done, and uh, there's one achievement for for getting. Um, either the computer or another multiplayer, <clears throat> another player to strike out looking with a perfect pitch. And you need to 
change your pitching to pitch with the right stick as opposed to just hitting A. And it's a little bit difficult to figure out. Once I figured out the timing of it, I spent like an hour or two trying to get the computer to strike out looking. And whatever, no matter what I did, they always swung at the ball. And I couldn't get the achievement. But then finally, uh, I hooked up with Nightwolf again and and I got it done playing with him. And so you weren't playing so like we a got, double oh, A team or something? Uh, <laughs> no, it, it, Whatever I, I I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, I think they always swung at the ball. Did they? Okay, because I was doing the double A team, yeah. and it was pretty. It was pretty easy. It was just trying oh, really? to. It was hard to get the perfect pitch at first. Yeah, of, it takes a little bit of timing. I think, and then you pick the cutter, and you do a little semicircle, and you hit down as the pitcher lets go of the ball. And then we both managed to have uh, one achievement left which was the one, the, I guess the RNG one for having uh, a hard pitch hit back at the fielder. Oh, yeah, 100 some miles, miles, yeah. So we decided to race to, to get the last achievement because hmm. we both needed it. And we were in party while this was happening. And, and he'd be like, what's your score? And I'm like, uh, it's like 42 to 1. I'm like, what's your score? It's <laughs> yeah. 35 to, to nothing. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, both of us got the achievement at the exact same time. Oh, wow. It was uncanny. Yeah. So we both completed the game together. And it was just a quick, fun achievement story. Now, going back to the initial question, though, I actually think the achievement list is kind of bad. It doesn't encourage you to, you know, win a World Series, uh, play through a season, things that you would probably want to do in an uh, MLB game. There's a lot of things you could just do easily in, in one or two games. Well, so, have I got good news I'm for anxious. you then? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> it looks Tell like me. 23 <laughs> is going to be a little bit more involved from what I've seen. Uh, so. Yeah, a couple of people were complaining that you have to do that dynamic. No, not no. Diamond no, Dynasty. Difficulty, the, um, Diamond Dynasty. Yeah. yeah, Diamond Dynasty. Yes. So that's really it, like. It just depends on how they do make it. Make a team, right? Yeah. Well, you have to get a pitch. I think they were talking about you have to get like a diamond pitcher, and but from what I've seen when I was playing with it on twenty two, that shouldn't be hard unless they change some stuff in it. But it's just going to be more involved from what I was looking at. There's more, which is good or bad depending on how you want to do it. I like the games. I'm going to play I it. mean, that's what it should be, right? Yeah. I think it should be like that. Um, but like, but last year I did the same thing. I finished 21. I started 22 and then a whole year went by and before I went back to it. Yeah. So hopefully knowing the list is a little more in depth. I will start it. Yeah. I think, I think early year. estimates kind of put it around 30 ish hours, maybe 20 mm -hmm. when people find out more stuff, but yeah. I mean, considering we'll definitely have a year to finish it, that seems fair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that concludes our sports talk for yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hopefully more on sports talk next week so we don't bore Nate. Yeah, he's sleeping. He already took his meds for the night. He's done. All right. All right well, well, Nate, we need your input for this next one. As we go to Michelle. <laughs> You're up, Michelle. All right. I don't think I had anything that controversial to say that I was bumped to the back of Game Showcase, but here we are. Oh, um, yeah. You're so, bumped. 
Yeah, I'm actually going to refer back to the question for this week as well. So the game I'm going to talk about is Undertale. And Undertale is one of these games that recently left Game Pass. And that led to a bunch of uh, folks in our community and obviously across communities like True Achievements playing it. And if you look at True Achievements, it gives you a completion estimate of about four to five hours. And while that is true of the list, you the list is... If you're looking for a list that makes the game shorter so you can play it and get a 100% on your tag, it's a fine list. But if you're looking for a list that will actually get you to play the game, it's an awful list. And it stops about two-thirds into the game. And so, you know, once... Um, once so Elle and I had started playing through the game together uh with my brother just going through and experiencing whatever and Elle peeled off after we finished the last achievement and my brother and I continued on and it took another 4 hours past last achievement to get through the campaign but I am so glad I did because everything about Undertale that has made it such a big success really is wrapped up in that latter part of the game. And the way that many of us approached it, myself included, with the game pass leaving and let's get through, it's four or five hours. And then people came away from Undertale going, eh, I don't get it. You don't get it because you didn't really finish it. Now, let me qualify that statement by saying, if it's not your kind of game, it's not your kind of game. Like Undertale is a role-playing game. And the big hook of Undertale is that it provides you with two options to get through it for the most part. You can either do what's called the um, mercy, you know, no kill route where you always have an option when you're in battle to show mercy to your enemies um, by sparing them. Or you can do what's called the genocide route where you fight everything. And, the whole game hinges on this concept. If you're not interested in any of that, it's still JRPG style gameplay. The game is heavily, heavily influenced by Earthbound. It's not going to strike any chords for you. But that, like, the more I think on it, the more I think on that last, like, two hours of the game where it really plays through to its conclusion, it was awesome. And it's it's sad to me sometimes that I think of all the folks I've spoken to are like, eh, it wasn't that great. And then like, oh, but you never finished the game. I know Kush, you're kind of in that spot. But again, I don't want to admonish, admonish people who didn't finish it because if it wasn't for you, it's it's not for you. Um, and that's completely fine. But it's like playing half the game or getting half the game's mechanics and judging the game based on that. And I, I just think that's... That's a little unfortunate. There's certainly people who've played all of Undertale and still don't like it. And that's completely fine. But I just wish more people had played through the conclusion. Uh, just for clarification, too, while we're talking about the achievements, in case anybody is going to play Undertale now that it's out of Game Pass, the majority of Undertale's achievements are locked up in this sort of casino room you find where you have to get three cherries, three ghosts, three sevens. I want to say there are 11 of the games, like 22 or 23 achievements that are there. And then most of the rest of it's just progression. So it's a very, very easy list. It is a list you can accomplish in four or five hours. It does absolutely nothing for showcasing the game, though. So if you're playing just the achievements, it'll be fine. You'll get through it. You probably won't enjoy it that much. Um, but if you really want to play Undertale for playing Undertale, ignore the achievement list. You will get everything. 
just enjoy the ride, enjoy the story, enjoy the characters, enjoy the amazing soundtrack. It's really, uh, in, in my opinion, just a great game. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was one of those that, yeah, I definitely did dip before the end. Um, but I was enjoying what I was playing. I enjoyed the humor in the game. I enjoyed the ideas of the game. I uh, enjoyed the soundtrack. I liked graphically it was eh. But I, yeah. that didn't really matter, I guess, in the grand scheme. I mean the other layer to all that, and of course that doesn't that's not an excuse one way or the other, but the whole game is like it's developed, written, character design, composed, everything by like primarily one guy and like one other person who helped with some character designs, I think. So I mean it's really just this herculean sort of effort to get all of that together and and there's just to speak too much in detail about the things that i find really cool about the game would be kind of spoilery they're they're things that are just better if you experience them so i don't want to get into them in detail because i you know if somebody is listening who wants to experience that that's the fun of it is experiencing that and having those aha moments where you really where whatever is happening hits you and you go, Oh wow. I, I didn't see that part coming. Um, And there's even like as one little thing, when you finish the game because of the different routes that you can take, if you finish it playing the complete pacifist run where you fight nothing, there's actually a point after the final battle there where the game says, Hey, I wonder if, you went to this other place where somebody is, what would happen? And it, it clues you into, oh, there's more after this final battle. I'm going to go check that out, which is just such a cool concept, even in and of itself. So yeah, I, like, I, I don't want to hammer that point home too hard. I like, again, it's awesome that people experience it in any way. Game Pass is very cool for that. Achievements is cool for that. It's just, it's not a great list unless all you're looking for in a list is a relatively quick completion wow yeah now kush you you played just to the end of the list correct uh yes and it was like before i even played undertale like it was a game i had some interest in but only because i'd heard so much about it like did you have any interest in it or was it just hey it's on game pass it's leaving it's a quick completion no, it's the uh, no. I'd, I'd heard about it. I, you know, a lot of people that talk about indie games talked about it. Said it was mm-hmm. great. Uh, I knew that there was a pacifist run. And I knew that was kind of the hook to the thing. I knew about the music. I knew about the, you know, if you love uh, Earthbound or whatever, you know. <clears throat> now, I never played Earthbound, so I have no nostalgia for that. Uh, I hate played this game. Um, <laughs> I just did not <laughs> like it. Uh, and after I got that first achievement, I was like. Jeez, I almost, I almost cursed. That's how much I hated that. <laughs> I almost dropped the big old F bomb uh, because I did not enjoy the game. So I don't, <laughs> when you say that, you know, two hours after the last achievement or whatever, it redeems itself. I just, I'm a, number one, I'm super happy for you. Number two, I don't see how it's possible for me. Well, and, <laughs> like, I don't see how they turn it around and I become an Undertale fan. Uh, fan. Well, and that's a game where I'd qualify it as like in a different universe where there were no achievements and that was never, ever attached to it. I'm guessing the likelihood that you ever would have even pressed start on the game is zero. Right? Like, certainly Absolutely. Yeah. you I, have I some not, curiosity about I mean, it. I don't I guess, play... Go ahead. I'm... I'm I was just going to say, I'm not really an RPG player 
anymore. Like I, I used to play like Dragon's Warrior and you know the original Final Fantasies and stuff like that. And I used to have time for RPGs. I've just changed. Um, uh, I, I just don't really enjoy those games that much mm-hmm. uh, anymore. Like the deep RPGs, uh, it's just not my it's not my thing anymore. Yeah, and I I think that's fair. And I, I guess that's like why I'm a little sad about that takeaway because your hate play takeaway is is sort of contingent on the fact that you probably would have never even started it in the first place right like it's undertale is very good but it's not going to change your mind if you're not into that sort of thing so like if the achievement list were a little different you wouldn't have put yourself through that experience because you wouldn't have been like i'm not investing 40 hours in this you know so i just i wish the achievement list was better from what i had heard i would have tried it anyway um just because i you know Mm -hmm. a lot of people you know I, i do like some rpgs and light rpgs and this one I wouldn't call like an extensive RPG. It's or not no. like that. Um, but yeah, but um, so it's the level of RPG where I'm like, okay, I, I can do that. But yeah, I just did not. Um, I just didn't enjoy it. It just didn't. It wasn't for me. Uh, other games are, but this one was not. Yeah, and there are plenty of very valid <laughs> critiques to it. Like it's the, you know, the, not that I don't uh, totally agree with rocker where there's no such thing as a game that's a 10 except for the ones that we can point out that he's rated on his profile but it's very hard to create that game that's like perfect for everybody or will strike that chord for everybody even games that are universally loved have the people who just don't get them and undertale can certainly be that way um so i i totally get all that but if people have played it and they didn't get it at the end and they're interested there i mean there are a million long play videos and such on YouTube that you can certainly watch. Or there are also lots of people who've like crystallized the whole game. And and if you're interested in it, I did not like Kush, I would not ask you to because I don't want you to hate watch anything either. But like I, I would encourage people to go check that out and just see if what they see makes why it was so popular with people makes more sense. Um but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to Toby Fox's next project now, which I didn't even know was a thing. So this is a, like, I, I definitely uh, came away from the experience feeling pretty good about it. Yeah, I mean, it looks like you did it too, Wild West. And you, I did. Uh, well, I, I started it because I saw on Frames List that it possibly could be leaving. And also the shopping target they had for TA. Mm-hmm. Uh, all, the, yes. all those casino things were all there was like i think that was like almost my whole list there uh and so i did it but i was kind of like uh, in the thing with koosh that it was just like i I started playing it and i was like what am i doing (laughs) what am i doing here um and so i did cut out once the achievements were done um just again it wasn't my my thing i just i didn't like it but more power to you for like i mean we all like different things and that's what i appreciate about gaming and and everything that we all enjoy or stuff we like. Right. I think the, the piece I'd advocate for with undertale is that it's not the gameplay. The gameplay doesn't change, you know, but it's, it's the storytelling and the way the story, and, and again, you may get to the end there and it still does nothing for you. Like, and that's completely valid. But for me, when I got through to that ending, like it really like, I went from being kind of neutral on the game to being like, wow, I am so happy I saw this through to the end because it, it like it struck a chord with me. And maybe I, and maybe I need to go back and do that. I've done that with, uh, 
I've just played Gears on an alternate Gears Five on an alternate profile, and I couldn't get through it, and so I watched video to kind of see the story. So maybe I can go back and do that with Undertale as well, kind of see how how it finishes. Did, did you do genocide? Did you kill everything? So I get the feeling that's less interesting to kill everything. Do you remember? Are you talking to me or or? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did, yeah, I know I did, Michelle. Yeah, okay. I know Michelle. <laughs> I did the pacifist. Uh, I kind of just left most. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did some. Like, I did play it after the fact. I restarted it and did some. Uh, did some. Tried to figure out the mechanics on the other side of it, but yeah, just mm-hmm. I didn't like it. Okay. If, but, if I remember correctly, I do. Oh. Okay. If no, I remember no, correctly, I think the genocide run is the more difficult of the two. So. Uh, the pacifist run would be the recommended. And I think if you went into the game not knowing, there's a battle very early on in Undertale where if you've played enough RPGs, you're like, oh, this is the battle that's showing me how to fight. And you would just assume to fight. But no, you're supposed to not fight in that battle either. So I think if you're playing with no knowledge of it, you're more likely to get a neutral run um, than the other ones. But the achievements don't it doesn't matter. And and that's something that came out. We were discussing this uh, with our Monday night gaming crew. And, um, you know, I don't know how I would feel either, though, on the flip side. Like, again, I will continue to contend it's an awful list. But if the list included finish the game on uh, Pacifist, finish the game on Genocide, fin- like, I don't know how I'd feel about that either. Because I don't want to play it three times. Yeah. Like, I had one good experience and I'm good there. Thanks. And I will say the, uh, the uh, you know, that little kind of rectangle attack thing that they had was it was unique for me i don't really remember seeing that before kind of you know dodging oh, stuff yes. and everything so i thought that was interesting and i liked that part of it right so just to make yeah, it clear kept- for anyone who hasn't played undertale when you play uh choose to do the pacifist run um each enemy has a selection of uh, ways you can engage with it and when you do that there's this box that opens up and you essentially play as a little red heart and you have to avoid various elements that are coming at you. And every time an element hits you, you lose a couple hit points. Um, eventually, if you pick the right options, you the character's name will turn yellow and that lets you know that you can spare them. And that's that's how the Mercy Run works, is you're just looking for the ways to spare the enemies. And that's every enemy. There's There is a point where there's an enemy that you will have to fight. You will know. It makes it very clear when that enemy is. All right, very cool. Uh, hopefully, people uh, give their thoughts in podcast discussion on Undertale and anything else we talked about. Moving on to sales. Mr. Wild West, you go ahead first, sir. All right. I will not be talking about Shadow of Mordor today, although maybe I'll hand that <laughs> game out for free someday. I'll uh, send uh, Koosh the code for it someday. Maybe we can have a contest for it, but... Uh, I really enjoyed Ooh. Bomber Crew. Um, that was a, really? I think it was a game with gold, I believe, and it was yeah. on Game Pass. So it's made the rounds. I did it when it was coming off Game Pass, and I absolutely loved it. Uh, I I played for it long after I was done with the achievements until I couldn't play it on Game Pass anymore, and then I bought it. I really liked wow. it. Uh, it's, oh. it's fun. It's not a It's not a hard management game. I think it is classified as a management game. I'd have to Yes, uh, it go is. back and look mm-hmm. at it, but it's it's not really like you kind of just you play as a as a crew that's looking, you know, to you, you start flights and things will happen like fires and others, and you have to shoot stuff and 
So I don't know. It's just a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. It's two ninety nine, so it's a really, really cheap price. It's down from nineteen ninety nine. Um, and the other one is Civilization Six Anthology Pack. It's twenty four forty nine, uh, down from sixty nine ninety nine. And that's the lowest price. And you get a lot of get Civilization Six. You get a lot of the DLC. I think all of the DLC from what I saw. So that's a great price. I'm gonna definitely pick that up just so I can own it and not have to worry about Game Pass restrictions and everything. Very cool. Nate. Thanks for asking. Uh, I'm going to recommend Ghostbusters, the video <laughs> game remastered. Uh, this is $7.50 down from 30 This is a third-person shooter. Uh, I didn't really play the 360 version uh, when it came out, um, so I don't really have a love for that, but I do have a love for the movie, and my gosh, those screens of the remastered just looks so good. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to this one. Yeah. I already own it. I'm sure you've heard it's price. the... Uh... All the voice actors, I'm pretty sure. Yes, yeah, I, I knew that they uh, <clears throat> they came back for it, and it just uh, I, this is that's a big you know, deal. Nostalgia in a yeah. can, and I'm I'm interested. Uh, it's twelve to fifteen hours. It's got a four point oh eight rating score on TA from three hundred and seventy one people, which I think is a huge number, <laughs> like for people to yes. actually rate a game. Uh, so that's a pretty good score. I think, you know, it's not just me. It's 371 people telling you that it's a pretty good game. Uh, next up, Tohu, I guess, but you have to shout it because it's all caps. Uh, <laughs> a theme this week for me, sorry. $7.50 down from 15 This is a puzzle adventure point and click. It's two to three hours, and it's a 3.47 rating from 50 people. Um, I like the art style. I like I like the puzzle looking of it, so uh, I'm picking this one up for sure. Uh, and last up, a game that when I saw, I thought of Big L. Uh, I oh, think no. that you should look at this game, Al. Not buy it, but I think you should look at it and okay. think about buying it. It's The Wardrobe Even Better Edition. This is $5 down from 20 Wait, are you trying to say I need a better click. wardrobe? I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, it's $5 right, down right. from 20 It's an adventure point and click Five to six hours, and it has a, a whopping 3.5 from seven people. But <laughs> if you look at the screens of this game, the backgrounds are super detailed. I think they have a lot of Easter eggs. I think they have a lot of references. And um, just watching some screens or some video of, of the game in motion, I think this is point and click you might actually be interested in. So uh, take a look. I will. So I was curious, and I was looking at the 360 Ghostbusters game. That has a 3.67 rating of, with over 5,000 votes. <laughs> so pretty pretty close to That's the right. rest you of know, You know people we got... We were sc- talking pre-show. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm thinking people might have gotten screwed on an achievement and then, you know, gave it... Yeah, that could have dropped yeah. out. Yeah. Bit, yeah. Exactly. I, I've, I've seen people yeah. do that. But, um, yeah, we were talking <laughs> pre-show about, about the game and the fact that that the remastered Jameson. doesn't have any online. So it kind of gets rid of those <laughs> online issues. Um, but there, there are some gotchas with the game and there's also a cheese method for doing the hard uh, difficulty playthrough. So do some reading. Okay. Um, I'm going to recommend Thimbleweed Park. It is $4.99 down, uh, down from 20 It is classic point and click. Um, it's got a rating of five from uh, 8,000 people. And <laughs> And uh, doubt. <laughs> what do you mean doubt? <laughs> perfect. <laughs> it's a perfect game. 
Right, I will look that up he's, and report back in a minute. He's, and, and, just, he's just spamming his X on his Xbox controller right now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Dark uh, Dark Grim Mariopolis uh, is two ninety nine, forty percent off. That uh, uh, has a rating of one point two. Yes, it would. Uh, it's got a one from everyone except for uh, Chivo Guy, who gave it a five. And um, <laughs> <laughs> it's got a three point eight three from one thousand one hundred thirty seven votes. So you're not far off on the votes. Yeah, it's a good game. I really like Thimbleweed. Yeah, Thimbleweed's very good. Thimbleweed's awesome. Unless you don't like clowns, then you might not like it. <laughs> you don't like beep clowns? Especially foul-mouthed clowns. It's hilarious. Very hilarious. All right. Even better wardrobe. Damn it, Koosh. All right, well, I think we're going to be podcasted on the April Games with Gold. But if you're listening, when this drops, you have one or two more days to get Truberbrook and Sudden Strike Collection. And Lamentum is still available. Someone play that game and tell me how it is. I really like the cover art, but then uh, that's about it. Uh, In Game Pass news, uh, MLB The Show 23 is now out. It's amazing the wonders of Game Pass. I have so many people. uh, I'll show you my age. On my Facebook Facebook, page, Saying, "Oh, I went to pick up MLB The Show today." And like people are still buying games, like especially games like this that'll be worth about two cents next year. Stop buying physical copies of sports games, people. Yeah. Come on. Game Pass. Infinite Guitars. Uh, Nate, you need to report back to us on on that one next week. I'm giving you a homework. Yeah, assignment. I'm probably gonna. I will probably play that on an alternate tag. Really? Uh, just because yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the music games anymore either. Um, so oh, I, come I, on, I'm, I'm just not as good as, as I am in my head. No, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I don't enjoy them as much oh. because I feel like I'm better <laughs> than I actually am when I play those games. Like, my rhythm come is on. so bad when I play those <laughs> games that I'm like, this is not true. Like, this can't be come true. On. I don't know. There's some sort of weird lag. Uh, in the in the world and my brain, uh, it just doesn't make sense. So I don't want to put myself through that. You need to be a hero and play it and report back to us. And you have infinite lives, right? Because it's called Infinite Guitars. So. And uh, Ninu Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom, Prince's Edition. I mean, I would ask a wise-ass question of you need to play one first, but I feel like that's something where you do need to play one first. But I don't know for sure. All right. Uh, Game of the Month, Psychonauts 2, is coming to a close. There is a poll in progress for April. I'll keep that hush-hush until next week. It's definitely something that is a good game. All right. Brad Camp. Let's do it. Okay. I am up. In completions, we have RFC Ori at 150 completed games. Aftos 84 has reached 200 completed games. Boots Orion has reached 350 completed games. Septic Earl has just passed 600 completed games. But Firehawk D more than doubles that up at 1,250 completed games and is met there by Toadstyle Venom, who has also completed 1,250 games. And finally, Sangria's our recent triple millionaire, has hit 2,850 completed games. Good job, everyone. 
In streaks. Too many. Vulgar Latin is currently on a classic 50-day achievement <laughs> win streak. Cerebral Assassin with 150 days. Thrash Forever with 450. Alicia with 700 days. Dinoman87 with 850 days. Uh, Eldritch SS with 950 days. And celebrating their one-year achievement win streak is Domain. Very nice. In Gamers You think Do-Alt? <laughs> Alt also has a one-year achievement win streak. That was terrible. Go ahead. <laughs> in gamer score, we got Red Stack <laughs> with one hundred thousand gamer score. Death Dealers has reached four hundred fifty thousand gamer score. Boots Orion with four hundred fifty thousand gamer score. Lego Head nineteen seventy-seven at nine hundred fifty thousand gamer score. I look forward to seeing that million there soon. And Septic Earl with one point one million gamer score. Do you think Lego spells million with a U? I do. At least one. (laughs) (laughs) In leaderboards, Alicia is in the top 50 of the TA leaderboard for party. Chewy on Ice is in the top 200 of the TA leaderboard for adventure. Chez, no, Mr. Shiva is in the top 50 of England achievements one leaderboard for fighting. Crazy Catman is in the top 100 of the TA difference leaderboard for casino. That's a good one. The best casino games were definitely like Casino Kid on the NES and like Vegas Stakes on SNES. If you know those games, hit me up. Those are good games. Death Dealers is in the top 10 of Ohio TA leaderboard for management. Fuath is in the top 2,000 of the TA leaderboard for simulation racing. Mighty Mango is in the top 100 of the Gamer Score leaderboard for pinball. And Scatavacy, Scatavacy is in the top five of Pennsylvania Achievements 1 leaderboard for Metroidvanias. Yes, one of us. One of us. <laughs> awesome job, everybody. If you would like to support the show, next week should be our live show. Nothing can go wrong this time. Never. <laughs> That's for sure. Hopefully, go wrong again. Right? <laughs> Fufu will be back. It's just a strip of insanity. <laughs> of course, most of our action takes place in Discord. And we have a ton of channels, ton of contests ongoing. And of course, a very special patron VIP room for all of our patrons where we discuss the game of the month. We ask the question of the week. And when we have questions about the podcast we ask you guys so it's very important and we appreciate it very much thank you so much for joining us thank you wild west for the last minute guest spot thanks for having me anytime anytime for real anytime and class is dismissed classic goodbye later bye
Hello and welcome to Neverending Stories. Uh, this is a little segment that I put together based on a contest that I'm running exclusively for patrons and staff members, where I ask them to go back and play some of the games that they have left untouched for a very long time. They never actually even finished the story. So I take the oldest games on the tags where they hadn't completed the story or campaign mode, and I say, just do it. What are you waiting for? Don't worry about the completion. Don't worry about the collectibles, the multiplayer, all that rubbish. Just finish that story. Joining me today is an illustrious veteran of the podcast. And actually, as we were just talking about before we recorded, this is the first time we've actually spoken to each other, IRL. Well, kind of IRL, with our actual voices. Uh, it's Rorka Dude. How are you doing, Rorka? Hello. Been a long time coming. I'm doing very fine this afternoon. How are you doing in your evening? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's your afternoon, my evening. I'm doing well. We've put the kids to bed. Uh, we've had our dinner. Um, and... Uh, uh, yeah, it's nice and quiet here in the evening. But you're, the reason we don't record together is because this is your like prime, I guess, dinner time, kid bedtime time. So it's not, it's not, it doesn't really work out. Yeah, work just finished up. The kids are crazy, going nuts after school. They could pop in mm -hmm. any minute. Who knows? So we'll we'll just have That's to fine. play it by ear. We'll li live on the edge. Well, this is this is just a little short segment, so we'll we'll see how this goes. But you know, it would be great to do something more with you. But that's not what we're here for. What we're here for today is to talk about one of the games that you started way, way back in 2014, and you played a tiny little bit of it before putting it down for a fairly long time. Uh, what game are we talking about? Of course, we're talking about Limbo. Ooh, Limbo. So the Limbo-like that started it all. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, Kush won't like me for this segment, I'm sure. <laughs> So it's it's interesting because I look back, so I've done a few of these now, uh, and everyone has kind of a different journey to this. So some people, they kind of bean dive a game, and then they just don't come back to it for years and years and years and years and years, and it stays untouched. Some people maybe come back here and there, or they do like the Big L style RTDL pick and mix of achievements over the years. And it looks like you've kind of come back to it multiple times, so... Uh, judging by just the achievements, you started in 2014, did a tiny bit, two achievements. Then you came back in 2016, got one achievement. Yeah. 2017, got one more achievement. 2019, three achievements. You nearly got there. You nearly Almost. got to the end. <laughs> but then uh, it then remained unplayed for pretty much three years, two and a half years. Mm, yes. Before I said, Rorka, just finish the damn story, Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, and you did you did it and you did it all in a day it looks like 10th of jan knocked it out because it's not even a long game is it no i had two achievements left to complete the story and that ended up being like i don't know maybe four to six limbo chapters so yeah not mm -hmm. i don't know why i stopped but it was right there at the uh at the checkered flag <laughs> it must have only been like an hour or hour and a half or something like that I'd imagine. uh Guess, maybe maybe half an hour yeah and it's it's kind of hard to judge it entirely because all of the achievements bar that last one are actually collectible based. So mm -hmm. it looks like you were kind of going along to get those as you went along. So you weren't missing stuff. Why do you think you didn't do it all in one go at the beginning? Because like I say, it's not a, it's not a, a long game. Did you not like it? Probably because it's not a long game and it's not an interesting game. <laughs> Hot take, I know. <laughs> Controversial. Yes. 
So are you are you not kind of a fan of limbo likes in general? Or, you know, or this one I, I'm good with left to right side scrollers. Bring them on all day long. I, I need I need some better platforming than what limbo offers. And you know, I play I play games with subtitles on. It's really weird. I hate subtitles in movies, but I have to have them on in my games. And mm. it's even better if there's actually voice acting with subtitles on. <laughs> Makes no sense with the movie thing, but. Uh, that's how I get my story. I don't follow this silent watch whatever's happening in the background kind of storytelling that Limbo's trying to get. It it does not resonate with me. I don't know why. Yeah, so it's it's kind of environmental storytelling, and they really don't give you much of anything at all. I, I played it a long time ago, and I seem to remember that it. And you know, the story starts out with I think it's you're a, a boy, and you're kind of searching. Is it your sister or? There's a, there's a there's someone that you're looking for, I think. In <laughs> yeah, this I world. think there is a girl there. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of this weird dark world, which is kind of not realistic. There's realistic elements to it, but then there's like massive giant spider monsters and sort of tribalish type people, people who seem to hate you for no apparent reason. It's my memory of it. Uh, pretty much equates to my memory. Yeah. Well, you just you just played it, damn it. I, I, I played two achievements. Oh, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Well, that, that's my kind of other thing is that kind of... Oh, so, okay, story's not hugely important. It's more about atmosphere. It's more about kind of the feeling you're getting, I guess, while you're playing it. But but did you, as you picked it up again, was it easy to pick up and kind of re- remember where you were? Did you, you didn't go back at all, I guess. You just kind of carried on from where you left off. Yeah, so the thing is, I remember playing the 360 version in some capacity. So, like, nothing was particularly new. Some things, like, popped in my memory, like, oh, I remember this part of it. But um, mm. w- with that in mind, I went straight to a video. I was like, let me just, I don't, mm. don't want to figure out these puzzles right now. I'm just going to finish the game. Uh, I'll get any collectibles along the way that I can. Um, and so, in that sense, it was easy going back to it. Other than that, it's it's not a hard game. It's not a it's, it's super intuitive. You move left to right and you jump. You might have to, yeah. to figure out well, do I press X or B to like hold something to move it. But otherwise, yeah, it's it's not a difficult game. You know, you don't go left uh, except from the very beginning, and then uh, that's it. Yeah, and uh, so you know, you finally come back to it. You, you you finished up the story. Was it? Was it worth it in the end? Are you glad for completing it? Um, or could you just have easily carried on ignoring it for years to come, do you think? The most rewarding part of doing it is getting a chance to talk to you, Chewie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're making me blush, man. Well, you know, that, that may, maybe that speaks for the game. Maybe that speaks for you. Maybe it's both. Mm. So um, have you played any of the other most obvious limbo like ones and the one i'm thinking specifically of is inside which is the same developer play dead made their own limbo like kind of it's not a sequel but there is so much close to it inside have you done that one i have not it's like it's on my list like if somebody told me to do it for a contest i would i would do it in fact just today in the discord uh they were talking about like the next game of the month and i was like inside and i was looking i'm like everybody's already done this one so uh i don't know when that's gonna come up but i mean you'll probably feel very similarly about inside to limbo it is a kind of the dna is is pretty much the same but it is a a more advanced version of that same kind of template 
you know, you're not going to get much more story. Um, yeah, yeah. A, bit, a bit more, a bit more. Um, there's more world building, definitely, and and but it's still mostly about atmosphere and kind of tension, and that feeling of kind of this dark world that's out to get you, whatever you do. Uh, it's the same, it's very similar, but but mechanically, it's a little bit more advanced, and and it, you know, it looks it looks prettier, and uh, there's definitely more to it, but it's 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 a very similar game. Yeah. But, but I, st- I mean, I like it, so I recommend it. You know, I like I, I like the original. I'll one. keep it in mind. It seems like it's a game I could do in like two or three sittings about the time I get to play. So I, we'll see mm-hmm. after uh, uh, my next long game. I say we'll see. Mm-hmm. Probably won't happen, you know, it, it, but it's there. Until I tell you it's going to happen, right? Because you're, you're in my thrall now. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, you are, yeah. I am. <laughs> um, so you've finished the game... With 10 out of 13 achievements, 730 gamer score, 1200 TA, all that you have left is it looks like maybe one achievement that you missed, one collectible, sorry, one collectible that you missed, something else that I'm um, not sure. It looks like it's Ding. both, it looks like two of them are collectibles. Mm-hmm. One has to do with some hidden eggs, which I vaguely remember. Um, oh, I see. Yeah, so you have to have got the collectibles, and then there's an Easter egg having got the collectibles. That's yeah, it. something like that. So I and could easily get two of those three. You, you could. I think there's chapter select, so you could probably just go back to those. Right. Uh, but 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 then there's the kind of infamous one. There's the completing the game with fewer than five deaths, which in one sitting. I mean, in one sitting. I mean, do do you, do you have any intention of doing that? Um, maybe when you do the uh, never-ending completions and we have to go back and complete it, <laughs> I would be tempted. I've never tried it. I've never had the inclination to go back and try it. I think it's doable for sure, but... Yeah. Well, people have definitely done it. You're right. It has been done. <laughs> um, and I think, I don't know, I'm not very good at games, so I don't have much hope that I would be able to do it that yeah, Easily, I'm looking. I have 23 friends who've done it, including Mental Knight. Um, I think I could do it. You know, I think you probably could. I'm not sure I could. And as you, as you, I like the game, and I have no inclination of doing it because I don't like those types of achievements in general. Uh, it would you know, probably the, make you dislike the game a little bit. That's that's pretty much exactly it. Is you know, it's the same for, for me. Like speedruns in, in adventure games. You know, I, I've said many times how much I dislike them because I'm, I'm not playing the game for that. I'm not playing the game to to, to challenge myself to do it quickly or, or do it particularly well. I'm just enjoying the the story, the atmosphere, and all you know, puzzles and all of that stuff. So I really don't have any inclination to doing it personally. But if you're a little bit more of a someone who likes to challenge themselves, then, you know, maybe you'll want to. Maybe it'll turn up on an RTDL or something as well. <laughs> yeah, to. I don't have as much motivation for that. But yeah, it, the opportunities there, uh, I might do it. Probably not, though. It's fresh in your mind, right? The, the, um, at least oh, the last yeah, totally. two or three chapters of the game are fresh in your mind. <laughs> the, the YouTube video is definitely fresh in my browser history. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, so that's Limbo. Well done. Congratulations. You did it. Thank you ended you. the story. Do you have any plans to look at the rest of your list and knock anything else out? Because you've got quite a variety of stuff on here. Some quite big and, and chunky, um, but some other stuff that maybe would be a little bit more manageable. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, there are some stuff that I've already skipped. Um, 
and then more stuff just like them gets added on where I've dived a triple a 60 hour open world game. And so I'm not going to do that. And yeah, looking at you, Metal Gear Solid five. Yeah, that, that's, pain. that's definitely not <laughs> happening. Um, some of the stuff yeah. that I've looked at, like I've gone back to zombie driver, ultimate edition. There's nothing that's been too hard in that one. Uh, I just, it doesn't keep my attention. So I haven't tried it more. Mm-hmm. I was surprised to see Oddworld, because I know you're a massive Oddworld fan, like a big Oddworld fan. Yeah, yeah, I do like Oddworld, but that one is not the style that I like. So I I was surprised, though, how much I have not done in that game. So I might go back and try it. Um, The one Mm. that's really on my mind is Batman Arkham Knight, because I played a lot of that game. Um, I say a lot, like 15 hours, but it felt like a lot. And I actually have tried to go back to it, and I'm at this really annoying part where I'm in a car and I have to beat this boss in a really weird way. Uh, I I don't know. So that one's kind of a roadblock for me. But yeah, so that one is one of my uncompleted ones as well. It's, it's I think it's not on my oldest list, but you know it's one that I always plan to go back to. But I think the driving sections are the bits that everyone kind of says ugh <laughs> when they get to it. So yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, you've got you've got a good chunk of achievements in that. Uh, and in fact, you are, according to story achievements, you know, which could be like three hours or it could be 30 hours, but you've got <laughs> yeah. one, two, three, four. You've got four four story-based achievements, so yeah. you can't be that far away yeah, that's, from it. That's what I'm thinking. That one is my most uh, optimal one to complete. Um, mm. So I, I'm, I'm going to try. I'm not done, done with it, but uh, we'll, we'll see if I can get past this really dumb car part. <laughs> Okay, well, that's that's all we have uh, for you this time. Hopefully, if you do come back to any of those, Roker, we'll be able to uh, re, re, rejoin our forces and, and talk about those, or maybe come up with a new segment uh, to do uh, if we can make it work. But thank you for joining me tonight, uh, and thank you for completing your never-ending story. Hey, thanks for uh, giving me a never-ending story to complete. Welcome to another installment of Wakavania. I'm Wakapale and one of the few to have played Ratalaika Metroidvania Lootbox Life Plus. While it is in no doubt a Metroidvania featuring an interconnected world gated by ability upgrades, true achievements might never consider it a Metroidvania as you have zero offensive capabilities and cannot directly hurt your enemies. You play as Liam Capello, a ball-like creature living in a post-apocalyptic world ruined by loot boxes and cosmetic drugs, rolling through the environments littered by loot boxes, trinkets and corpses of loot box junkies. The colorful pixel art and pleasant music is completely dissonant with the dark and messed up story. Lootbox Life Plus is a pretty difficult game featuring some pretty challenging platforming, or it can be if you played as intended. The difficulty is highly customizable, but the real game changer is the assist modes allowing you invulnerability and giving you unlimited jumps. It took me 4 hours to complete the game without using assist mode, 
mopping up all but one achievement. Then I wasted around 2 hours with assist modes trying to complete the free roam mode where you start with all of your abilities. Having played the game spread out over weeks, I could not remember where all the keys to the final area were. Turns out you do not need them. You can glitch through the key gate as soon as you have all of your abilities, which you start out with in free run mode. Lootbox Life Plus can be completed in less than an hour with a good guide. Unfortunately, those guides do not exist yet, and given the low play base, they might never get made. The achievement list is very straightforward, and there are no missables, but you might end up accidentally missing a few if you use assist mode with unlimited jumps. The world is not very large, but the in-game map is hot garbage and do not give you any useful information aside from what areas are connected to each other. You will need to do a second playthrough in the free roam mode, but using the final gate skip you can easily complete free roam mode in around 10 minutes. Finding all of the hidden cutscenes, of which there are three, is the only tricky achievement to unlock. These can be found above the shop through the hole in the roof, another one is in the area above the base camp close to the top of the hill on the far left of the area, and one is at the bottom right of the very shady cavern. I had a pretty good time with Lootbox Life Plus, but it is by no means great. The lack of in-game tracking can make it rather frustrating to navigate the world, hoping to stumble upon upgrades or ability gates. Without assist mode it can also be difficult to traverse the danger filled environments, and the fast travel points are quite far from each other. Lootbox Life Plus is not bad, unfortunately it is not very good either, with next to no signposting telling you where to go, despite having a linear ability requirement. Uh, unless you abuse glitches. The game has 29 achievements worth 1000 game score and almost 1800 TA at the moment. Uh, the asking price of $10 is not unfair, but Lootbox Life Plus is hardly a must play title. With a guide, the game is completable in one hour, but since there are no proper achievement guides yet, I'd guess it would take around 6 hours for the completion. Less time if you start off using the assist mode. Have a nice day everyone.